0: Welcome back to the Godly Young Men podcast. This is episode 45. I, I don't ever say this, but I am your co-host, Will Harrob, joined by <laughs> Joe Wilkie. That's always our intro for Think Deeper. That's right. Yeah. But you you know it at this point, we're 45 episodes in. Thank you for joining us. We have got a I'm trying to think of a different, enticing. different synonym, enticing. That's kind of strange. That's, That's kind it, of weird. Uh, yeah, we, not, we've maybe. got a oh, challenging. We've we've got an episode for you today. There How's you that? Go. We're talking about earning your place in the world. Joe, this was a, your kind of brainchild as far as this episode idea, um, so I'm going to let you mainly intro it, but when we talk about earning your place in the world, listen, our demographic is 15 to 25-year-olds, and so if you're on the older end of this, this, this episode is going to be... More so for those on the younger end, but I would encourage you to, if you are on the older end watching and listening to this, to just kind of consider the points you're bringing up, especially if you have kids, sons that you're going to teach them. But if you are on the younger end of this, please pay attention to this episode because I've met, Joe, you've met, as I'm sure you're about to get into, some people who just don't really understand this concept of, you kind of got to earn your place in the world a little bit. And so just right off the bat, people might be wondering, what on earth are they talking about?
1: Get into a little bit of what you mean by that. So we all know, I feel like, we all know somebody, you know, the the 17-year-old kid who inserts himself into every adult conversation and thinks he's there, thinks he's arrived. Thinks he's arrived. That's what I was going to say. Arrived. He's arrived. He's, I'm right in there. I understand exactly what you're talking about. You're telling a story about, you know, having a really rough day at, at work where you're having to solve serious problems in the world. And, uh, you know, he comes in and, and starts talking about, you know, his job at Wendy's. We we had to solve the problem of you know, somebody <laughs> did not turn the oil all the way up on the french fries. And it's like pump the brakes. <laughs> They're you, talking about Wall Street, yeah, the, that's exactly it. You know, it, you know we're talking about things that like make the world go round and and it's not that you can't relate, it's not that And it's not to belittle either. And it's not to belittle either, but the point is there's a time and place where you have literally earned your place. And there, there's the old adage of like kids are to be seen and not heard. And I never really – I don't believe in that. But at the same time, there is something to be said for you're not an adult yet. It's okay to not be an adult. It's okay to be a kid. But we've all seen people who feel they've arrived. They feel they can add to the conversation. They walk into any room and think that, well, I'm big stuff because I have X, Y, or Z. You're 17 years old. Again, pump the brakes. It's okay to walk into a room and be more humble. So well- –
0: the, the interesting thing about this is that we've talked a lot about confidence before, confidence versus arrogance, and um, we firmly are on the confidence train. We believe sure. that every every godly young man, should confidence should be a part of their life. They should be confident about who they are. They should be confident about whose they are. They should be confident about their job, about all these things. Right. And so you might be hearing that going, well, hang on. I thought you told us to be confident. There's a difference in being confident about who you are and, like you said, stepping into a conversation and just – inserting yourself as if you're one of the big boys right as if you are you know again i mean just just imagine you've got elon musk and you've got the the his board of directors or whatever i don't even know how that's how it works but they're they're at a conference meeting and you get invited as a guest and you're sitting in there and they're going around all of a sudden you raise your hand and you start giving ideas as the guest right. to the spacex facility or whatever and you're giving ideas to Elon Musk and his board of directors. Nobody would ever do that. Like, man, I'm I'm in the presence of Elon Musk, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and listen. Right. That's kind of what we're getting yeah. at here with with a lot of this with young men who again on the younger end who just kind of think that
1: they are one of the big boys and they're not. I've wondered why this rubs me the wrong way so much cuz this yes, this is this was my idea and this grates on my nerves more than anything. I think it's because I had this attitude at that age and I got put in my place. And it was like, who do you think you are? There you go, yeah. And I think it just kind of smacked me upside the head like, well, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, great, a that's a wake up great a question. Bit. Like, Who do I think I am? I think I'm a Joe's, little bit.
0: Joe's personally scarred from this. Yeah, that's really, very much.
1: But it, it it was, I needed it. I yeah. needed that lesson of, you know what? You think you've arrived. You think you're hot stuff. You walk around thinking that you own the place. You don't own the place. You have to earn your place where you are. It's, it's the guy going on the team, right? The sports team of like, well, I'm a big hot shot. You've barely been here, so when you prove yourself, that's when I'll allow you onto the team. That's when you get to be a starter. There's that story your brother tells about old soccer
0: players who the younger players, no matter how talented they were, would come in, and what did they have to do? Clean the shoes of the older players. And it was more of a mental thing to let them understand, you're the new guy here. You need to earn your place
1: before you... Yeah, there's a pecking order. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people might say, well, what's the problem with that? Honestly, I think first off, we talked about this in another episode about being taken seriously. People don't take you seriously. When you come in talking about your story at, you know, at Wendy's, when people are talking about like real life events and real jobs and real things and that sounds really mean. I'm not saying Wendy's isn't a real job, but my point is like when people are are of a certain echelon and you come in and you think that you're right in there with them and you understand where where they are. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. And people don't take you seriously well, because they look at you as the kid. You are a kid, and that's okay to be seen as the kid, but you don't want to insert yourself as though you're one of the adults because, again, you won't be taken seriously, and you may miss out on a future opportunity for them to take you seriously. I was just going to say, we are talked about it on our last episode, we're the biggest
0: homeschooling advocates in the yep. world. I think this is, for some reason, more of a problem among homeschooled yep. young boys than it is public schooled young boys. And I think it's because a lot of homeschooled boys are kind of – not worshipped, but you know they're kind of put on this pedestal. Of like, oh my goodness, you're so smart, you're so talented. Yep. Typically by the moms, unfortunately, and so a lot of homeschooled young men do kind of walk around like, man, check me out. I'm I'm the smart kid. I'm the this kid, whatever. Yep. For some reason, and again, I'm not saying sending your kids to put, send your kids to public school, but a lot of public schoolers to me seem to understand a little bit more of the pecking
1: order thing. I was gonna where, say there's a social hierarchy. Yes, whereas at
0: homeschoolers sometimes I feel like that just goes way
1: over their head sometimes. Yep. So they. I, I mean, you're spot on because I can think of a couple kids where this is very much the case as a homeschooler where maybe they are accomplished in some areas, but, you know, maybe more than the public school kids, but they don't understand the hierarchy of life. Right. You are here to to work your way up the hierarchy, and it's great to be at the, at the top, right? That's what we're here for. Take dominion, right? Be the best you can be. That's what we push. You're not there to start, and well, it's just an understanding of knowing. There's that. biblical roots to
0: this because think about how— much emphasis God's Word places on older generations, yep. on those who have the experience, who've those who it, have yeah. the wisdom, those who've earned it. Titus, 2. I mean, there's so many different things you can we could bring up here from God's Word that basically young people haven't earned it yet. Right? Young, there, there. Once again, there is an emphasis on being older. Why? Because they have the gray hair and the wisdom. Yep. They, they, they have put in the time, so to speak. And we need to get to First Timothy four, verse twelve, because this is not. I mean, we're both young. This is not an episode to say basically young people sit down and shut up. Right. But it's more of a, I don't know. I mean, we we're gonna get self awareness here in a minute. That's kind of the main gist of this whole episode. We're gonna go on a rant on it here in a second. But really, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. But man, the Bible does place a premium on that
1: experience and that older age, that wisdom Correct. that comes with it. It's not about age; it's about maturity. That's yeah. our point here. It's not like there may be an eighteen-year-old who has who's unbelievable at physics. You know. Kid's gonna go to Harvard, or maybe he's already in Harvard at eighteen years old. He could talk with the big boys. That's probably, exactly yeah. it. He's earned a spot. It's it's not a matter of age. I've known a very impressive sixteen year olds. You at 16, 17, 18, You were married at nineteen. The experience you had at twenty years old. Yeah, you could walk into a room and carry a bit more swag because why? You'd already been married for a year. You were already well on your way. You were making really good money. I not playing were, video games up to two exactly in the morning. That's exactly it. Yeah. Like it's not about the age. So people will look at it and go, "Well, you're just down in young people." Clearly not. We are young. There are things that I feel very accomplished in and very, very good about myself in. That's great. There are things I'm not even close in. You have to know the maturity level of when I'm stepping into something. I'm not some premier business owner. When I start talking to my dad and other people, your dad who own businesses and who know what it's like to run a business, that's my cue to listen. That's my cue to sit down and shut up. It has nothing to do with my intelligence, has nothing to do with anything else. It's that's not my time to shine. Well, this hey. is this is for me to understand and to earn my place. Well, and I I have I have railed on older people before. I
0: think older people have a lot of issues of their own and young people kind sure. of get short in the stick a lot. Like, trust me, this is not me being anti young people and pro older people. I think there's problems on both ends. Sure. But I do think young people have this false idea that, oh, everything's supposed to be equal. Uh, minimum wage, no minimum wage. Like we're all supposed to be on I should have the same position as the CEO. You know, I should we should own the company. Like right. no. And but that's that's how this manifests. Is like, we should own the spinal. company. We should get the you know yeah. higher pay and all this stuff. It's like no, you, we're the ones that do the work. Right. Exactly. And so it's a very much a young person trait to again kind of want the rewards and the benefits. You know, for instance, like being in the conversation without putting in the time, without yeah. actually doing the, the the hard work that the older people do. But let's get into First Timothy four twelve real quick because. That's the verse, you know, that's the slogan of every single youth camp ever, right? Like, right. no one despise your youth. But it's, a, it's an important verse because Timothy was very young, of course. Um, you know, as far as we know, we we're assuming because that's why Paul put it in there. But he says, let no one look down on you because of your youthfulness. Let no one despise your youthfulness. But what does he say? Be an example. Correct. He doesn't say, like, oh, you're young and that means you're just as good as everybody else. No, he says... Don't don't let anybody else have a reason to look down on you because of your youthfulness right. because of the way that you act because of your conduct your, your fate, purity speech, your faith all these yep. things no let no one have anything bad to say about you because of your because of your youthfulness
1: that's the, the first thing we need to bring up right there. That's right. That's basically him saying, earn your spot. Yeah, that's, like, that's Don't let true. him look down because you are earning your spot. You are projecting and you are showing that you're capable of leading this congregation. So, Timothy, when you step up and you treat everybody the way you're supposed to treat them, when you are are a leader in your speech and in your faith, people will take you seriously. You walk in, and, and the term would be bona fides, right? Like you have more clout and more ability to lead people because they look at and go, he's legit. They can't turn his youth against him because he doesn't act like a young knucklehead. Yeah, he's leading in these areas. He's earning his place. That's the whole point we're talking about. And so again, it's not maturity is the key. Maturity word. is the key. You have to be able to show maturity. We're going to come to self awareness in a second, but I want the question key, is I want to tee you off on sure. this
0: because this is again something you put together here because people might be listening. To this young guys might be listening, going, "Okay, you say I got to earn my place. Great. How do I do that?" How 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 do young men earn their place because that's what we're saying you've got to earn your place in the world you can't just walk in and think that you know it all that you've got it all figured out or that you listen there are times you and this sounds harsh you will have literally nothing to add to the conversation right. of value and you just have to understand that there are times like that's you right. were saying I've sat in conversations where I have to tell myself I've got nothing of value to add to the conversation so I'm going to have to shut
1: up and that's okay exactly that that's is okay. okay yes we don't have to have something to add to every conversation it's okay to know our place first thing i'd say on how to earn your place gain experience in something yeah gain experience in something that immediately jump starts like that that puts you on a different echelon on a different level and when you come in you don't have to be the premier expert in something but you know what when i'm talking with therapists when i'm talking about addiction work i work in this for a living worked in this for eight years i've seen hundreds of clients I know what I'm doing at this point. Doesn't make me the best addiction expert in the world. I, it doesn't, I don't need that. I don't want to be that. But also,
0: if you run across somebody who took a course
1: on therapy, but that's they're exactly not going to
0: come to you and go, hey, we know the same
1: stuff. Like Exactly. <laughs> that's the point. But as I said earlier, there are things that I don't have as much experience in. It is a self – we keep coming back. You're, I'm going to let you go off on self-awareness in a second because so much of this is tied into yep. being self-aware enough to go, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I had good buddies who were um, very smart. I may have said this before, but like very smart in math. So anytime we talk, these guys went on, one's working for NASA, um, another Ooh. one's getting his PhD in something else. I mean, they're two brothers, brainiacs, fantastic guys. I had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah, That's okay. My job was to sit back and learn and be like, guys, I don't know. Now, vice versa, when I start talking about those things, they're more willing to listen to yeah. me because I had certain things in therapy. But you that both they, had experience in something. We both had point. experience. Yeah. So the point is that gain experience in something, six jobs going from Taco Bell to Wendy's to McDonald's to Chick-fil-A to whatever else, that doesn't constitute experience. That constitutes you job hunting while you're trying to figure out what you want to do find or yourself. find yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. That's not actual experience. So it's the ability to see, I need more experience before I go and, and really insert myself. Well, we
0: talked about in our preparing for marriage episode that we believe that you should have a fairly long-tenured job and, you know, relative, yeah. subjective, yes, but th- th- it's for this reason. It's right. like, oh, well, I've worked for the last four four years. Yeah, but you've had nine different jobs. Right. You haven't exactly developed a lot of experience in those last four years. That's, that's, again, kind of the fruit of the same tree. That's all we're meaning here is, listen, if you've worked for two years consistently at a, somewhere, you know, a, a, I don't know, a financial institution for something, that you're going to have a little bit more to say and a little yeah. bit more, again, valued out of the conversation than if you worked – there for six weeks and then quit. You know right. what I mean. And so some of it, some of this does come down to sticking through some stuff and, and just sticking through with a job and just making sure that you are not just because I, I know I know people like this who grass is always greener somewhere else. And so they got a good job, good benefits. I want to go over here yeah. and that lasts for a good four months. It's like man, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm gonna go somewhere else. Before you know it, they're 26 and they don't have any kind of career lined up because right. they bounce from here to there. And there, it's just yeah, gain some experience in something that will give you
1: credibility. I remember I'll say a quick story and then we'll move on. Um, I remember being in Air Bear Valley. I was taking a class by... The, the teacher's name was Dr. Brad Harab. I don't know if you know him. Um, Man, he sounds harsh. Yeah, he... <laughs> you should have taken his test. Three-hour marathons, but... Oh, I've heard this story. This is funny. Oh, my goodness. So I write this paper. He has a paper, and it was not a great grade. And I was like, what in the world? And you, First, thought you felt good about the paper, right? I felt really good about the paper. I thought, boy, this is well thought out. This is well-reasoned, everything else. And Brad and I are friends. Like, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is... What gives me? My dad. I, I do There's anybody yes, who doesn't know. For those yeah. that don't know, Will's dad. Like, I should have the inside track. Shouldn't he be getting? No, not not that I'm looking for nepotism or anything like that. But he gave me a fair, fairly harsh grade, and his one critique was, and I still, I could still razz him about it a little <laughs> bit. His one critique was, you need to gain more experience. And it's like essentially, re- you don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm a young guy. Like, I I don't have the ability to gain experience in this moment. But it was very much that of like, you don't know what you're talking about in this and looking back on it, I think he was right. Now I'm not looking down on myself because of my age going through Bay Valley. Like you couldn't control it at that point. I I couldn't control it at that point. The point still stands. And that's not what I was referring to earlier at the beginning of me being put in my place. That was a different time too, but the point still stands. The experience does matter. He could, he could read it in my paper. The difference between a guy, my best friend in Bay Valley was like 50. I think he was older than dad, Tony Johnson, great guy, he has experience in life, so when he's writing, it's coming from a place of, I know what I'm talking about, and, and this is where it's at, and it just comes through. It yeah. comes through, and so that's what we're saying is, yes, it comes through on the paper. It comes through in conversation. If you gain experience in life, you will be much more suited to enter into some of the b- bigger, deeper conversations. Not that you can't say anything or add anything, but yeah, it will serve you quite quite a bit to gain experience in something. The only other, number two.
0: Well, the only other thing I'll say on okay. this is how to earn your place, so we got gain experience in something. I guess I don't really have anything to add to that. I think that's very well said. The next thing that we would say is, skills and talents matter. We do not believe in what is it, equity, right, or is equality. I know there's well, there's, yeah. there's a difference in those. We don't believe in equality, and you know equity is something different. But we do not believe in equality, and by that I mean, listen, um, Justin Jefferson is far more talented at being a wide receiver <laughs> than I am, and so yep. I'm not going to complain that he gets a spot in the National Football League and I don't. Um, But
1: you're a much more talented podcaster than he is probably. Right. Well, who knows about that. (laughs) But
0: the point is, listen, you're going to be taken more seriously, and and especially talking about adding value to the conversation, if you have a skill in something, if you're talented at something. And if you look around and go, well, I'm not talented at X, Y, or Z, man, develop a skill. Find something. It's kind of the same thing with experience, just maybe a little different category. Develop a skill. If you've got somebody who's never preached before that wants to come up and, and talk about preaching, you don't have any skills in those areas. Why don't you develop some, yeah. and then we can talk. And so it's kind of this, again, young people just want to get jump straight to the rewards and the benefits mm-hmm. without actually putting in the work and putting in the time. I think the skills thing applies to this as well. Everybody wants to be Steph Curry. Nobody wants to take the time to develop the skills that Steph Curry right. developed. Like that. That's so critical in all this, especially when you consider, well, I want the better job position. I want to get a promotion. Develop the skills. right Work hard. It's it's about showing up to work, but it's also about challenging yourself to develop some of the skills that maybe you weren't born with. Some people were born
1: with talent. Some people have to develop the skills. Any yeah. thoughts on that one before we move on to the third? No, one? no. I think I think that you said it very well. This one I want you to go into and uh, put it on all caps on the outline because <laughs> this is something Will's very passionate about. I think you talked about making an entire episode out of it. We might come around to that still, but this also is your your place. I think to really. Get this well, one in, which is the idea of self awareness, and this
0: episode kind of hinges on self awareness. Yes. We're talking about earning your place in the world. I was talking to Joe off air. Uh, you can, everybody can kind of pinpoint somebody who you can clearly tell tell is not self aware. I've said before, the most important trait that I want to teach my kids is to be Christ like, to to love God, to to serve God, serve others. Most important thing right the second most important thing to me say, right under is self awareness yep. i want my kids to be self aware because what i was telling joe about is is how you can see this manifest from the time that kids are little yep. the kid that that goes over to somebody's house and they're offering them dessert and the kid just grabs a handful yep. or you know drinks six or seven cokes out of their fridge or just makes a mess in their floor that, that kid, right off the bat, you can tell they're not being taught – and I'm not talking about a 2-year-old. I'm talking about a 6-, 7-year-old yeah. that, again, they're getting offered dessert and they get 3rd, 4th, 5th, and 6th. They don't have any self-awareness. Where this continued down the age timeline, the 9- or 10-year-old who they're sitting in a room of adults and they're the ones doing all the babbling and talking and they won't shut up. Yeah. Again, sounds harsh. There's a lot of kids like that who if they're 9 or 10 and they're doing that, they haven't been taught self-awareness. Right continue to travel down that age timeline and exactly what Joe's talking about with the 17-year-old who thinks he's one of the big boys talking, you know, inserting himself in the conversation. That's where this manifests. And right. so my point is my point with it is you can track it all the way from when they're young yep. to when they're old. And so self-awareness, what I what I have not been able to figure out yet is if you're somebody who doesn't have it, how do you learn it? I don't know to be honest. I think it is something that has to be taught. But, man, this whole episode hinges on the idea of please be self-aware. Please understand your place. Please understand your, I don't know, just like your place in the world, I guess, is the best way to put it. Like you don't always need to be the one who's the center of attention. There's this kind of like, you know, the people who when they have a joke to tell, you can tell it's very well timed. And you're like that's versus the people who like the wrong time, wrong time, man, over the line. Like just a lack of self-awareness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's. We could go on. I'm, just, on this I'm one. sure you got something. To we add could go there too, on yeah. on this for a long time, but yeah. Honestly, I think you said it very well. Um I think self awareness is so key because this is, like you said, it's one of the biggest traits for job, for marriage, for for family, for, for being successful, for being in successful. Like I don't know of one successful man, and I'm sure they're out there, but one successful man that is not self-aware, that doesn't have some awareness of of the way he is around other people.
0: And real quick, and let's just define self-awareness. You just said it very well of of kind of being able to see yourself around other people. It's the ability to see your deficiencies. Yes. The ability to see your weaknesses. The ability to see, I don't know much in this area. Let me shut up. The ability to see, or the other way. To see your strengths. I'm pretty talented and strong in this area. Let me maybe apply myself a little bit more. Right. The person who's self-aware can kind of see the full 360 view. Yep. And so they know when to pull back and they know when to step on the gas a little bit. Yeah. And I guess that's the best way that I can put it of what, okay, well, what is self-awareness? That's what self-awareness is. That is right. a great
1: point. And the question, it's it's kind of the age old question of can it be developed? Is this something you're born with or can it be developed? I'm of the opinion it, can't be it can be developed. I think it can be developed. I just don't know how somebody can teach themselves, I guess. You have to ask other people. That's yeah. what I was going to say is when you were asking how do you do it, you have to be the type that is at least self-aware enough to go, I don't think I'm self-aware. I think yeah. I need to surround myself by people who might be able to help. Here's here's some tips to know if you're self-aware. If you're very socially awkward and people are constantly going, "What would you just say?" <laughs> you know, or kind of backing out of conversations with you, probably not great, yeah. right? That that probably is something that tells you, "Huh, something about me is not right." You need to have that self-awareness enough where that doesn't decimate your self-esteem where I'm the worst person in the world." No, nothing like that. We don't go into victim mentality, everybody's against me. We say I just have some things we need to work on. And the reality is everybody does. The 90-year-old who's been working on himself since day one has things to work on. So it's okay to have things to work on. We all need to kind of understand that. One of the things you can do to develop it, this is going to sound very mean, write down the areas you're deficient. Write down, and and I would say strengths as well, strengths and weaknesses. Make a list side by side. And be specific. Be very specific. Take it to somebody you know. Take it to your parents. Take it to a friend. Take it to a brother, sister, whatever it is, and say, I'm really working on self-awareness. Here's my list. What do you think of that? I would also say, what would you add? Correct. And that, that's going to be very Correct. tough to read, but... What would you add or take away? I want you to work on this list. Cross off. If you don't think it's a strength, well, I think that I'm really good at talking to, to people. And then your brother's like, <laughs> <laughs> You? <laughs> no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Cross off the list, right? You want to see how you are around other people. The only way to do that is by seeing how you are around other people, yeah. by allowing them access to say what they need to say to you so self-awareness is the the linchpin as, as Will said to this episode because you don't know what your place is if you that sounds really dumb to say you don't know your place until you know your place like but the self-awareness is understanding your place and so how can you earn what you don't know
0: because I want to and I want to reiterate this is not an episode saying all young people d- shut up don't right. say anything until you're 45 years right. old what we're saying is know when and where And that's what the self-awareness is all about, is once again, you know when to pull back, but you're also aware enough to know, okay, no, I do have something that's valuable to add, so let me add it here. And we're talking about conversations and stuff, but even in, I don't know, your job, the workforce, maybe there's things that you can apply yourself to that's like, yeah, that's not really my place versus, oh, no, maybe I can add value here. Like you're saying, the strengths, the weaknesses, the deficiencies. If you if you know those things, then you're pretty self-aware, and then you can. It's not a matter of just sitting down and shutting up, but it's it's knowing when to pull the levers. If yeah. that makes sense. So, yeah, absolutely. Very well said. Let's get to
1: the last part. Yeah. So what do we do in the meantime? You're you're building experience. Maybe you're going to college. Whatever it is, your skills. You're building your skills and your talents. Um, you're trying to be more self-aware. You're noticing these things. Good for you. These, this is a long process. This is really it's a lifelong process to determine things. I'm 29 so many things I don't know we're still figuring things out right at 45 I'm still gonna be figuring things out so that's okay this is a time thing in the meantime what do you do specifically if you're 14 15 16 17 years old you know and you're struggling with this what do you do I'll start with the first let you kind of take the second maybe third first things first be humble this is the the duh uh, part of it of course you have to be humble but it's hard for guys it is very difficult for guys it's very difficult for us to just sit down and and say you know what I don't know what I'm talking about here, and that's okay. There has to be a certain level of not just self-awareness, self-esteem to say it's okay that I don't know. It's yeah. okay that if if I'm the quiet one in the conversation, you and I just record a podcast with with Jack, where he did most of the talking on premillennialism. Neither you nor I are well versed in that. That's okay. Right. I don't feel bad about myself that I am not super well versed in in dispensational premillennialism. <laughs> I think I, I think I got it right. You did. I think Very I got well it right. Done. I did not get it right the other day. Um. When we were recording. Anyway, it's important for us to be able to have the self esteem to say, It's all right. Yeah. I I don't know that. So be humble enough to admit that. Be humble enough to enter into a conversation and go, Man, I'm here to learn. Yep. I want to know what you know. Which gets us into the second one, Correct. which is
0: be curious. You bring up the podcast with Jack. was very interesting. Oh, yeah. Like like you said, like I wasn't certainly no weird. I was there were three people on that podcast and I was in the bottom five of, <laughs> of, of most knowledgeable about it. I'm sure there were other people listening to it. That weren't you, we both, weren't. I barely added anything, but myself. it's one of those things like be curious. Don't just be the guy that's like, I don't know anything about this and I don't really care. no, be curious about sure. it don't walk and again we keep bringing up the conversation thing if you got people two two three guys who are talking about something you don't know anything about don't just walk away and say ah, you know whatever i'm just gonna go something somewhere no listen we've got to get to the point as young men where listen we understand listening is not a bad thing in right. fact listening is a very good thing the proverbs right. have a lot to say about that yes you know, they do and the whole old age the the age old i should say god gave you two ears and one mouth thing you know, range true. Like oh, yeah? listening is such a valuable skill. And I think it comes down to curiosity of wanting to know and wanting to learn, especially like you brought up the business, big guys earlier, that's to me, some of the most fascinating stuff oh, yeah. is guys who have put in the work, the experience, they've run businesses,
1: man, I am so curious about how oh, they yeah? did things. And the- you know, 10 times what I know because you've helped run them. You've helped do those things. I can learn from you going back to the age thing of, it's really not about age, it's about maturity. And You're same with mature your, in those things. Same so. thing with your therapy. Like, it's just, be curious about those things. Exactly, yeah. it's it's interesting. I watched a video one time, they said, the secret to happy life is curiosity. Now yeah. I think the secret to happy life is following God, but... I've heard the secret to a success, successful life is curiosity. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would agree with that. Ask why, ask, man, what is that all about? And I love the point you made. You enter into a conversation where you don't know anything, it's so tempting to do what you talked about where the guys back up kind and go, w- I do a turnabout and go the other exactly. way. Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing I can add to this. You don't have to add anything. Learn and sit there and go, man, I don't know what that's about. And I've had clients that ask me, what do you do in those situations? To say, you get curious. Mm. You just say, man, tell me about that. Like my buddies that are math geniuses, math whizzes, yeah. I'm an idiot when it comes to math. That's okay. That's why I went into therapy. I, I, <laughs> I didn't have to do math. I ended up having to do math, which was terrible. But... It's still the idea of I was very curious about them and it gave them people like to talk about themselves So from a social standpoint people like talking about what they're good at and what they're interested in what they know Ask the questions. That's why I love being a therapist as long as you're asking the questions you're leading the conversation Be curious about whatever it may be and you'll be welcome in any conversation No matter how old you could be around a bunch of 80 year olds if you're the humble curious kid coming in They will love being around you. If you're the kid coming in talking about, well, I did this with fishing and this is what we used to do. (laughs) Nobody cares. They're 80. They've lived three times, four times longer than you. That's okay. Let them just tell you of their wisdom. Be humble. Be curious. Last kind of goes into this is be studious, which is Study study and learn. Study and learn. You know, gain that experience. Study and learn and embrace the process of studying and learning. Yes, it's part of the curiosity, but it's just embracing the hard work that comes with it and it's being diligent in that hard work to say, Gaining experience and gaining skills are difficult. In the meantime, I'm going to work very hard to do it because it's not just when you've arrived; it's the process to getting there. I can, I'm, I am where I am today, therapy-wise, because I went through a lot of years of working in agency work, where I'm literally working with 15-year-old meth addicts. I gained so much on. Now, was I was I able to talk about addiction in the way I am now? No but I would not be where I am if I had not gone. Yeah. And so be studious in that time and just use it as a way to earn your place in the world. When we started the Golly Young Men podcast, we had two goals in mind, overarching
0: goals in mind. The first one was to create a podcast that talked about how to get young men, once again, who have been trained by the world to be feminized and worldly, yep. how to get them to be more godly and what that looks like yep. practically being husbands, fathers, and just even when they're not, just being in the world, how do we get more godly? That was the first goal. Yep. Kind of a secondary goal under that, but kind of supporting that that main goal was how do we get them to be successful in mm-hmm. what they do? How to be successful, young men? Yep. How to how to be um, you know presentable young men? Yep. Basically, how to yes, be godly young men, but also do very well and, and conquer and have dominion in this world. And I loved a line that you said. I think it was in our getting cultured episode about part of this podcast is we want you to be able to we, we want to set you up to be the CEO. We want to set you up to be able to have the, uh, I, don't, I don't know, like wherewithal, the the talent, the ability to have dinner with the president and all these things. Yep. That's really what a lot of this comes down to is, you know, whether or not you're self-aware, whether or not you've earned your place in the world. Granted, not as important as getting out of pornography and stuff like that. Sure. But it is one of those things that I firmly believe ties into being a successful, young, godly young man on this earth and, yep. and, and conquering in this world is you are able to... The C, the people that get the CEO jobs, the people that get the promotions, the people that are successful in the world are pretty self aware. Right, they know their place in the world. They're yep. not out there thinking that they're better than 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 who they are. And typically, they're they're studious, they're curious, they're humble. All these things we talked about. And so, yeah, I guess that's what I would wrap it up and sum it all up to say is that that's the reason for this episode. You're 16 years old. You haven't earned your place in the world. You yeah. just haven't. And that's okay. Doesn't mean that you you can't be confident in who you are. Doesn't right. mean that you can't you know talk in any conversations. It just means. Sometimes take a step back, yeah. have the ability to have the self awareness, as we talked about a lot, to be able to say, I don't know much about this. Let me listen. Let, yeah. let me let me listen to the older people and, and the the smarter people in the room. That's all we're saying. But we think it's an important and it's an important quality for young men to have. Again, yeah. to help it helps them be godly. It helps them be successful. So that was the I guess the need for the episode. Anything to add to that? Is kind of, we kind of wrap no, up there.
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, we're we're coming up with more episodes. There's going to be some that. You know, we think are just boom. We have to have this, and there's going to be others like this. That exactly, as you it's said, just part of the bigger picture. It's just part of the bigger picture. It's not a sin. It's nothing like that. It's just part of the bigger picture. We want to create successful because successful men. We want we want a lot of godly men in successful positions. Yes, and that's what's going to help the world turn around is when we have a lot of Christians leading companies. Things aren't going woke, right? The the country gets back on track. That's ha- that's what happens when we have godly men who are willing to lead and step up and be what they need to be. So yeah, I, I think you wrapped it very well. Um, with that, I think we'll we'll wrap up. We do have a few great episodes coming up uh, for the rest of November, and then as we as hit we December, build up to number fifty, we're building up to number fifty quite fast. And um, we're still brainstorming. We got some ideas of what we're gonna do, but we're still brainstorming, and and we're gonna have it be pretty special as oh, well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's coming up very quickly. But we very much appreciate you joining us. If you do have anything to comment on this, what are your thoughts on this? Agree, disagree? You know, earning your place. Maybe what are some hallmarks of what you think are earning your place hallmarks, so to speak. And any episode
0: suggestions also. we're always Yeah, that's looking exactly for it. If yeah. you have
1: anything else, let us know. So we always monitor comments. We appreciate it. We appreciate you watching. Appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you again next week.